0: Welcome to The Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do, and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us.
1: Well, good evening, everyone. I'm Kimberly Ewing, your host tonight on the Sages Among Us. And with me tonight is Tim Brown. Some of you probably know him because he is our Nevada City local parking enforcement officer. But there's so much more to Tim, and that's why he's on our Sages show tonight. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. Beyond his uh, parking enforcement officer position, he's been involved in many avenues of civic engagement here in Nevada County, including a stage manager and performer for the local theater company, an enrichment coordinator for Grass Valley Schools, a performer in the Civil War reenactment at Pioneer Park. He's been a nurse. He's even been a KVMR broadcaster, and we'll talk about that in a minute. And he even takes care of some of our local cemetery plots. So welcome, Tim. How are you?
0: Thank you. It's good to be here.
1: (laughs) Well, we have to say, you know, people may or may not know you, Tim, by your name. But even someone here in the studio at KVMR was like, is that the guy with the quarters? And I said, yes, he's making sure everybody that has quarters for the meters. So welcome to the show. And it's hard to believe that you were, it's hard to believe that you haven't been on the show before, honestly. So welcome and welcome to uh, being a sage of the community.
0: Well, thank you. Um, it's it's really nice to be here. I haven't had an opportunity to uh, actually talk to a lot of people. A lot of people think just because you do parking and stuff like that, you don't really socialize with people, and that's just the opposite. You
1: yeah, know? I mean, I got to talk to you today in the streets of San Francisco, or the streets of Nevada City, too, because you're everywhere yeah. around town, and yeah. you're always very pleasant. So I know it's probably not uh, always the friendliest uh, position, but... It's necessary in a, in a small town, in a city, right?
0: <laughs> well, you know, the one thing is you got to treat people like yeah. you want to be treated. Right. And that's what I try to do. I try to give the hometown feel. And uh, that's nice. You don't need an outside feel of parking people that are mean and cruel and vicious. So that's not who I am. Yeah. So I try to treat everybody, you know, decently. And that's the way to be. So.
1: I know. It's so true. And actually, there was an article recently about you that said, you know, not everybody is, uh, what, what was the Quote, it says, what does it say there on the top there, Tim?
0: (laughs) Not all parking people are bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And so you definitely personify that when you're around the town. Um, And I I work in town often because I work with Nevada County Arts Council and I work here at KVMR. And I I see you everywhere. And you always have this really calm demeanor, smile on your face. So um, that's also why we have you as a sage, because your job isn't easy. Um, Even today, when you said you came in tonight... You said someone was like, you know, yelling at you. So um, but let's talk about the Tim before the now Tim. And we always like to talk a little bit about your history, your childhood and, and what makes you you today. So tell us a little bit about your family, like who's in your family and how many siblings? What, and tell us a little bit about your childhood.
0: Well, originally, I'm, I'm from South San Francisco. Um, my dad was a police officer in South San Francisco. Great. And um, we, uh, I grew up there until I was like 16. But I spent all my summers here and a lot of the weekends here building a house up here. Oh, so your family.
1: family was up here building. You
0: know, we were building a cabin. And actually, the house that we built, a lot of people don't realize we didn't have a lot of money back then. So we would actually... Um, my dad would take us boys, I have three brothers, and we would take and take apart old railroad carts for the wood and haul the wood up here to build a cabin up in Grass Valley. So nice. that's, that was our first cabin up here in Grass Valley.
1: How did you like it as a teenager coming up into the woods out of... out of?
0: Well, it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know, it, actually, Grass Valley has sunshine that you don't have in South City. Uh, I was
1: going to say South San Francisco, probably yeah. in the summer, not so warm. Not so warm, but... Um, it, it's it depends on you know
0: you adapt to where you are and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, like I says, I have a lot of good memories up here yeah. and uh, growing up here in the country with the friends and everybody else. You know where I grew up because I grew up around the Breens, Greenhorn, Brunswick area. Okay, and um, like I says, we always had a bunch of kids. Back then, we always had like ten or twelve kids. Always walked around together. <laughs> always together. So we were like our own little group of people, and uh, we're still close to a lot of them. So. Oh,
1: yeah, even to this day? To this day, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. Now, you said you had three brothers, so that makes four, four boys. boys. Yes. Wow. Tell me, are you the middle child, the youngest, the oldest? Where do you go in there?
0: The lower middle child. The yes. lower middle, okay. I'm number three. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I always like to know that. It's a very... Interesting curiosity for me as the family, you know, hierarchies, the hierarchies of things. Um, So you grew up in South South San Francisco and came here um, during the summers. And at that point, that that piqued your interest about being up here in the pines in the summer. Oh, yeah. And then what happened when you moved at 16? Did you move up here finally? Yeah, actually, what
0: happened was um, the... uh, um, I was big in a lot of – I did sports, and I did theater and stuff in school and everything else. And my Mm -hmm. parents moved up here, and um, they they moved up here, and I had the end of my junior and senior year in high school. So I kind of lost the friends. When I was down there, I went with the same friends from – kindergarten all the way up wow so i lost all of those friends but i had friends up here Mm -hmm. and like it says you get to meet new people and you make new friendships and you know that's you adapt and you overcome everything well
1: they say adapt or die right (laughs) and as a teenager i mean i think that would be really hard to sever relations at at junior high or a junior in high school and come here and then have your last two years that yeah. must have been challenging.
0: Yeah, it was actually about the last year and a half. That mm-hmm. was it. Um, like I says, it was challenging, and like I says, you you didn't have the same feel,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, as you did when growing up, you know, in a with different all form.
1: of the same people. Yeah, yeah. But you endured, and you made it, and you graduated from NU,
0: Nevada Union, class of nineteen
1: eighty. Woo And so, w- were you in the? Did you when you came here? Did you end up joining some of the sports at those last few years of school or theater? Um, I did, I did a football,
0: track, and wrestling. Okay. And um, I came up here, and I decided to change course. See, when I was in—I played sports all the way up to 11th grade— and i met a wonderful teacher a theater arts teacher you know elizabeth and ted mar mm. and i got into the shows and i started i joined a group a group called the show troop okay. and we traveled all over the place doing performances we had its own orchestra and dancers and bands it was a huge oh, wow. organization and um, i was actually just ready to go on tour is when my parents decided to move me up here and so i never oh. got to go on tour with them but um i actually did it so when i came up here in nevada union instead of having that i started my own traveling theater company group called the spotlight club and we actually got members actually one of them is a band teacher at um one of the schools and we got all these different kids together, and we went to all the convalescent hospitals and did free shows. Ah,
1: oh, so, what a lovely thing to do!
0: Yeah, and it actually lasted a couple of years, even after I was gone. Hmm. It was called a Spotlight Club, and uh, like I says, I did make a difference, and we did. I did continue performing like that.
1: So, yeah, and and one of your in your bio, you said you you did stage management and perform, and you performed even. Was that with Foothill Theater Company or another actually stage, local? Actually,
0: stage manager. Uh, when I came up here, I went back and forth. You know, mm-hmm. after that, I did go down to uh, Santa Clara and, and down that Bay Area for a while mm-hmm. after I got out of out of school. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked at Great America. I ran the stage shows at Great America, the, the dance shows. And then I worked at the amphitheaters and did lighting and sound for the big groups like Bon Jovi and all oh, that. Oh, wow. So I got to meet the Oak Ridge Boys and, and a lot of the famous performers down there. Right.
1: So, uh, oh, that's fun. And yeah. Great America was such a great amusement park. Yeah, it was. I remember it yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. That wow! So you've kind of always been sort of in the entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah I've done. I've well, now that. you're in correctional, but <laughs> <laughs> you but, have a lot of uh, yeah. you have a lot of chapters in your life, and yeah. I love that about you. And a lot of civic engagement. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, like going back when you were a child. You said your passions were theater, and obviously you have some great um, legendary things that you did as a kid. Do you have um, someone? in your formative years that really stands out for you that was a positive role model or that gave you this inspiration to be a performer?
0: Well, actually, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that it's a lot of people. Sure. You know, it's just not just one. Um, I've I've met a lot of different people doing a lot of different shows. Sure. Uh, and uh, they inspired me to do things. I don't just do theater. I do other things besides theater. Yeah. And like I says, it's you know, you always have positive role models mm-hmm. everywhere. You know, one of them, of course, is always your parents. They mm-hmm. always pushed you. You know, um, one of the things my mom always told me, there's no such thing as I can't. Right. So she said, always perform <laughs> and do the best you can because there's no such word as I can't. Right. And like I said, I keep that in mind. I keep, yeah. that, keep that going. So.
1: Oh, that's so great. And I mean, that leads me into like, as you came up here, so you you went back to Santa Clara, did the great America? what actually got you back up into Nevada County?
0: Well actually, um my dad and everybody started to move back our my family's really close so wherever mm. we go, we go together Oh isn't that cute Yeah, you know, so we, <laughs> we all still live around each other and we're all still real close to each other Aww. you know and that's that's good because we need that in a family yeah, we don't have do. that a lot. Um, I moved back up here and I started working in different different types of jobs and stuff um Like it says, uh, I had, you know, I started with, you know, worked for the parks department for a long time and stuff like that. And so I started with the parks department. Then I got in construction. I had Mm -hmm. a lot of jobs. I'm what you call a renaissance man.
1: I know. I actually am curious about one of the civic engagements or the civic duties that you do. Are you an odd fellow or are you a mason or both? Or how did you get involved with Taking care of the local cemeteries, because that is interesting to me.
0: Well, um, I'm actually in both. Okay. And, um, I'm, I'm a, a, I don't know what you would call a 32nd degree Mason. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm, a past, I'm a past master Mason four times. Oh. I'm actually in the Masonic Lodge in both lodges, Grass Valley and uh, Nevada City. Wow. Um, I'm a past commander of the Knights Templar organization. I'm a past president of the Ben Ali Shrine up oh. here, the local groups. And um, with that, I've been in the, that organization, I think it's almost 28 years mm. now. So it's, it's been a long time. I started young.
1: Yeah. And what
0: got me into it was uh, somebody invited me mm-hmm. to that. And I, it ended up being a great, you know, great group of men and uh, really inspirational, very yeah. positive, very positive.
1: And very about the community, which is kind of the sage yeah. among us, right? Yeah,
0: we do a lot in the community, a lot of things. And uh, with the Odd Fellows, actually, uh, the Odd Fe- I joined the Odd Fellows because they were really um, kind of fading slowly in Grass Valley. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't like to join fraternal org- organizations.
1: Well, they um, don't know much about them, maybe. Yeah. And they're, yeah. not,
0: they're not secret. There's no secret about it. You can learn more on Internet than you can possibly going to the meetings. And most of the stuff that you get on the Internet is not the truth. Sure. You know, we we don't do rituals. We don't do all this (laughs) stuff. It's just, you know, um, just friendly people getting together. Mm -hmm. um, Odd Fellows is men and women's organization. Mm -hmm. It's not just men. And um, like it says, women make about 50 percent of the Odd Fellows in, in California. I joined the organization because um, somebody who's in the theater with us, I did a show with, says, I'm a member there, but we need, we need new members to join our lodge. Right. So I joined it, and um, we've slowly built up the Grass Valley Lodge back, you know, to you know from falling to the brink.
1: Right. And that's one of
0: the things that we did. And it just happens we own our own cemetery. So I started ah. taking care of the cemetery. So the Masons in Grass Valley and the Oddfellows still own their own cemeteries on Kidder. Yeah, In Grassville. Oh,
1: okay. It's on Kidder. It's on okay. Kidder.
0: So uh, where the old Kidder Mansion, the right. old train station, mm-hmm. that entire mountain is a cemetery. And a lot of people don't know this. They they have burials there dating back to 1840. Wow. And, yeah. So it's if you want to go something about history and a little, little bit about it, go up there. and. Oh, and, yeah. And,
1: you and, go and, up that hill, right? And yeah. it's a, kind of at that top, yeah. hilltop. I've yeah. seen it recently.
0: Yeah. And it goes all the way over to the other side, you know, but to where yeah. these, the, uh, peewee golf park sure. is so it's all the way over that mountain
1: oh it's all the way over yeah. tell me what you do there to take care of it well i'm basically in maintenance
0: i, I clean it and keep everything else i'm a history buff i love history mm-hmm. and like it says a lot of that's being lost because people just break things they you know it falls on it gets overground, yeah. so they need somebody to take care of it sure you know but uh, like I says i i joined the odd fellows to um get involved. And I end up being a past grand of that lodge. And uh, while I was being past grand of the lodge, um, somebody came up there from the Grand Lodge of California and said, hey, would you be interested in becoming a district deputy? Oh, wow. So I got to travel to all the lodges in our district Mm -hmm. and I got to meet a lot of people. And after I did that for, 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 Two or three, you know, times on that. Somebody came, would you be interested in being the Grand Chaplain of California? Whoa. So I said, I'd be honored to be the Grand Chaplain of California. So I did that for a year. We traveled all over the place. And then eventually they said, would you like to run for the Grand Instructor of California? So I did that for uh I started to do that, and I was elected Grand Warden of the state.
1: Oh, my goodness. Look at you. Yeah. And this is all volunteerism, isn't this it? This is
0: all volunteer.
1: I mean, this is all just giving back to your community. So
0: um, what happened was I was the Grand Warden, and then I got elected the Deputy Grand Master, in in um 14, i was elected the grand master of california so basically i was in charge of all the all the lodges in california there's 148 lodges wow. and I, I traveled to most of them
1: mm-hmm. i
0: went and visited everybody uh, i got to meet people um one advantage that the grand master of california has that most lodges cannot do is i had the opportunity since roosevelt was an odd fellow mm. i got to i was able to um put a wreath on the tomb of the unknown in washington and arlington national cemetery oh. and um that's something that you could only do in a lifetime mm-hmm. you know so i've got i was able to walk up there and actually lay the wreath of the tomb of the unknown
1: mm. you know
0: and um to promote that a little bit more they had me be the grand host of the rose parade on for the float for the odd fellow so i went into the rose parade Oh, you yeah. Know, that year. And we did a tribute to the Tomb of the Unknown. So
1: Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, this all leads up to so many things. And and you just told me off the air that you've actually been in charge of many of the um, parades here in our town. So, I mean, all of the things that you've done are collectively, you know, bringing you to where you are today of all the civic duty that you do. Why do you think you do it? Why do you think you do it? You're history buff, right? So yeah. Yeah, you want to preserve buff. the history. I mean, why... They say that, you know, giving back to your community, and that's what we're talking about here is, you know, if someone's feeling lonely at home or if someone's feeling lost or, or just down for the day, one of the best things you can do is just go give help somewhere. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree to that?
0: Yeah, I agree to it. That's one of the things my wife says, uh, stop joining things.
1: <laughs> I know. Stop saying yes. Uh, yeah, stop saying <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I actually, with the parade things, um, with Kathy... You know Kathy Whittlesey and, and everybody. We worked on all of those parades together and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, when George Harper, I started helping George Harper that was doing the parades at the time, and he finally decided he wanted to retire. So mm-hmm. I actually ran the Mardi Gras Fourth of July and Constitution Day parades for 13 years wow. up here. Wow! And, um, it, it's a it's a community effort. It's not one person. It's an entire community. Sure. And like it says, those type of things. Help everybody, you know.
1: You well, to- and those parades are such iconic moments in our little town's history. And they're the things that people come up and and want to witness every year, time and time again. Yeah. And those are those things that are important to understand. It takes a village, right? Like you could be the lead of it, but it does take community effort and people volunteering and being a part of it every year.
0: Yeah, it it takes a it takes a huge effort. We <laughs> had to go to you know meetings once a month for an entire right. year, get everything set up. Um, get everything, make sure insurance, all of that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheap either. Right. Um, a lot of lodges, now the Constitution Day, a big sponsor of that is a Masonic Lodge. Okay. You know, the original parade for that was started by Bill Lambert, and it was for to celebrate the Constitution of the United States. Sure, sure. So— um that's why the Masonics push it so mm-hmm. much to celebrate that's when you you see when you go to the parades and since i don't run them anymore mm-hmm. i'm the one who portrays benjamin franklin and the signers of the constitution
1: oh i love that yeah, yeah that's so, fun that's me uh,
0: in the parade well and
1: also on that note you because you're a history buff another civic duty that you do and i'm not sure they still do it tim at pioneer park they do the civil war reenactment and that was serious like living history right in our neighborhood. Tell me a little bit about that. And then what, what's, I mean, since COVID, I don't think it's been happening.
0: Oh, um, the ACWA and the National Civil Wars, they still have that. We don't have it in Pioneer Park anymore. Okay. They have the Revolutionary gourd. Ah. But um, what was nice about the Civil War, it actually involved the Constitution. Unlike the, Re- we didn't have the Constitution with sure. the Revolutionary War. Right. Um, we kind of like outgrew the park because okay. we got so big at one time. Um, I still belong to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing it for 29 years now. Hmm. I started off as an infantryman, you know, doing mm-hmm. in, and then I shot the cannons for years. Oh, my goodness. And then I ended up being a... Um, I got tired of marching up and down the hills all the <laughs> time. So, um, I ended up being the, the uh, field surgeon. So I run the hospital at the Civil War reenactments. Mm. So I haven't been able to do it lately because of my job. Sure. But um, what I did is... We, with the 7th and 8th graders, they want to learn about the Civil War and everything right. else. So I would teach uh, medical history to kids, about 2,000 kids a year. Wow. And I'd run them through the field hospitals. i tell them everything there was about medical, how we didn't know about infection control mm-hmm. and everything else, and maybe cut off a limb or so on.
1: You know, yeah. Oh boy, the drama. The
0: drama. Um, but uh, everything is in fun. I use a great sense of humor. They yeah. feel good when they leave, but they learn something. Right. And you know that's what I enjoy teaching kids about learning yeah. something.
1: Yeah. I know, and that kind of brings us. I mean, so you've you've reached kids through. You were an enrichments coordinator at the Grass Valley schools, and so reaching out to kids is also important in our community. If someone was to be listening right now, and by the way, you're listening to KVMR 89.5 the sages among us. And tonight we're talking with Tim Brown, our local Nevada City uh, parking enforcement officer, but obviously so much more. Um, he gives back to this community with his whole heart and with passion. And um, we really appreciate people like him. When If someone was you know listening right now and just saying, how do I get involved? What would you say is a good way to just Get involved with something, maybe small, start small, but then get in because it sounds like you just continue to bring in community through all the things that you say yes to. (laughs) But how do you think someone who's maybe new to the community or a little shy post-COVID, how would you encourage them?
0: Well, the first thing you have to do is ask. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of volunteer organizations that need help in, in, out there. I started off as a volunteer for the Nevada City Police Department.
1: I know. That is incredible. Yeah. So yeah. tell me a little bit about that. Um,
0: I About around 2010, uh, the chief, you know, when Lou Travado left and we had a Chief Wickham up here, I, I started to, hey, can I volunteer to help out a little bit? Mm-hmm. And so we had a group of people that actually joined a volunteer, and we had somebody— Working at, you know, parking at the time. Sure. And um, over the years, we just kind of, you know, started losing people, and I ended up being the last volunteer, and... um Then the parking people slowly left, and I ended up working on the parking. Mm -hmm. And then they finally— It became official? (laughs) After 13 years, yeah, it finally became official.
1: Wow. uh, But
0: like I said, you have to to ask. All you have to do is ask. There's people asking for volunteers. The museums need docents to run things. Um, So, I mean, those are the type of things that you need to do. There's a lot of organizations that want people to help volunteer for sports and kids sports. Sure. I mean,
1: there is so much here. Isn't that what's wonderful about Nevada County is you pick your passions, you pick your interests, and then you follow them through nonprofits or through educational venues. And you can find um, like-minded people or even diverse people within that have a common goal or a common passion. And that brings everybody together, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. You know, one of the things is depends on what you like to do right you know if you love cars we got car organizations we got history buffs that want to do history we got festivals so if you enjoy playing music and stuff you can go to the festivals and there's always people that want to help volunteer for those things too
1: yeah and you know what i love about the volunteering too tim is um you know things are a little bit economically challenged right now and even in my own family and um i still want to be a contributor so guess what i'm doing i just volunteer my time and with your volunteerism you can actually get into these great festivals these great events all around town because you're volunteering your time so then you get to be there afterwards right so it's a great way to to get in and and be a part of the community even if you don't have the funds for it that's why i think volunteerism is is like a, a twofold win right a win-win-win everybody wins <laughs> yeah.
0: i actually i'm going to actually start working on volunteering helping some of the old buckboards that we have here oh yeah one of the things i noticed that like it says we're losing our history yeah and, and we need to we need to kind of like concentrate and say hey, where did we come from yeah you know we need to kind of move back take a back a step backwards mm. a little bit instead of going forward all the time. Ne- well,
1: it's reflective, isn't it? It takes yeah. a moment to say, okay, where have we come from? Where are we moving to? It's good to be reflective. And this, this town is full of history, right, yeah. Tim? I mean, you know it. I know it. Um, I love being a teacher here because there is, it's such rich history. Some of it not as good as other parts of history, but it's part of the history. Yeah. And you learn from that. Um Why do you, you know, we're almost out of time, if you can believe that. See what happens, Tim? (laughs) If um, If you had a magic wand and you could wave it over our area, what would you change or would like to improve? It sounds like maybe more history.
0: Yeah, um, like I says, one of the things I I mentioned to somebody before, especially like Nevada City and stuff, and Grass Valley, I know they're changing things and they moved, they changed the main streets and Mm -hmm. I remember the old ways, the (laughs) way it was, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, even like Nevada City, I said, we need to remember, this is a gold mining town this is a a western town and a western town brings in tourists because they want to remember the way it was Mm. and if we change too much and we don't bring that back a little bit we lose it Mm -hmm. and we need to kind of like you know bring that back one of the things i always said it would be really neat to have like an old west days in nevada city Ah. and bring the old buckboards and people with horses back and, and just Kind of relieve that. Uh, one of the things that we didn't do, I noticed that they, on the Railroad Museum. Yes, I love the Railroad Museum. Yeah, they actually had the locomotive running on track now, and in a track, so you can actually go on the train. Yeah. So that's going to be a big improvement for us. And that brings back part of our history. For sure. Of, you know.
1: And it, since I was a teacher of third grade, that's a local history icon that we could go and see and hear about the stories and, and the development of yeah. the narrow gauge. And, the, and Sarah Kidder, who was one of the presidents and was one of the most successful of the railroad companies. So these are all histories of all parts yeah. um, to bring back and to celebrate.
0: Like I says, I just think it would be really interesting to to concentrate on that and and let the young young kids realize that we had this right. and don't forget what it is you right. know? and it's really important because you can't go forward unless you know what the past
1: was so true yeah yeah so, now do you are is there any opportunities for volunteering at the Nevada City Police Department now or you've taken all of that as a uh, <laughs> the local parking enforcement well, I'm,
0: officer i'm sure if they were, they want, you know if you ever want to volunteer all you have to do is ask Aha. You know, i'm sure that somebody would be willing to you know, help out. You know, do, yeah. do little things. We could always use more help. Yeah, you know, that's not a problem. Right. Um, like I says, any organization. Grass Valley has the same way. The, the police department is, you know, big volunteer. Sure. Nevada City is a wonderful place to work. Uh, the officers there are fantastic. Yeah. And um, the city gets along perfectly with us and we don't have any issues going on at all our new chief you know is running a smooth operation nice. and like I says, it's a wonderful place to work right now so.
1: well and isn't that great that you volunteered for so many years and then they decided you know what we better pay this guy <laughs> what made him finally do that because for volunteering for 10 years or so and then now finally in you know the throes of full employment with benefits but why why did they wait or what made well, them finally change that idea
0: maybe they were worried I was going to leave
1: <laughs> yeah. they didn't yeah. want to lose a good volunteer yeah. um, well good and so now how many years have you been actually employed you've been working 13 years as a volunteer well actually or how did that work full-time actually i'm
0: only been in full-time for like five months ah uh, though uh it's the job hasn't changed it's the same right. job i've been doing right for, for a long time but uh like I says i i build a rapport because you know to make your job efficient you know, you have to know the people you're around, right? You got to know the town people and and who they are. And like I says, there's a complaint, they come to me, and I I try to deal with it the best I can and make them feel comfortable.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that's funny, because I saw you um, on the streets just today. And, um, you know, there are people in this town that are like, What what's all the meters about? I was like, well, this is how this is how it works. And I love that you have a friendly perspective on it. And that you're you're making it people feel whether they're locals or tourists that, hey, this is just, you know, the thing that we do. And but I have a friendly face behind it. So that feels pretty good, I bet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't hurt <laughs> <They have> to,
1: <laughs> to be friendly. Right, which, uh, you
0: know, <laughs> I am still with the police department. I still have to enforce the laws. Sure. And, like it says, but there's the way to doing it with tact and and dignity. Right. And, uh, like it says, the tickets aren't cheap, and um, like it says, remember when you come to Nevada City, bring, yeah. some, bring some change. We just don't have uh, we don't have a change machine up here. We're still running meters. So, right. You know, those things haven't developed. You know you know, as quickly as we possibly, you know, wanted at the time.
1: I know. Well, on that note, Tim Brown, thank you so much for being our parking meter uh, operator and having a smile on your face every day. You're walking in Nevada city. Um, Thank you for being a sage tonight too, Tim. It's been a pleasure to get to know you. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. And for everyone else, I hope you've been inspired. If you see Tim on the streets, just say hello. He is the friendly guy taking care of Nevada city Uh, for everyone. We have a good night and enjoy,